Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. <clears throat> I am recording this at 9.40 Eastern. Coach Tomlin hasn't even gone to the podium yet for the press conference. They just blew the whistle. I just reviewed the final stats. So this is as quick a response as I can possibly get you guys. But I don't know on first blush that I can offer much that you guys didn't see. I mean, wow blowing up all over the bills i mean this is the bills this is not that junk buccaneers team that i told you guys you know optim you know it was about as bad of an opponent as you can see this is the bills one who i think is the second or third best team in the league so i got about 10 12 bullet points some a few little stats to review but i will come at you tomorrow most likely with second viewing, snap counts, all that stuff we do day two of um, recapping. But I just want to talk about it. And, man, I mean, both sides of the ball. So, first of all, maybe some of you guys were there, but I was not. But it sure looked like an awesome preseason environment. And I got to say, St. Vincent, the hillside has been more packed this year than any year. The numbers of people in attendance is higher than ever. I think there's great enthusiasm around this team from you guys, you know, from Steeler Nation. And, you know, they retired, or they didn't retire, but they they showed Franco's number and his wife and son were there. So that added to it, coming off a win, young offense, exciting offseason, great environment, great momentum, and just enthusiasm and feeling about this team, this fan base, all of the above. And as I mentioned, they just jumped all over the Bills starters. I mean, Josh Allen made some plays, you know, extending stuff, being Josh Allen. But all in all, the defense was definitely won against the Bills ones. And Steeler offense, I mean, wham, bam, you know, get out of here. You know, <laughs> big plays, let's get off the field, stay healthy, mission accomplished, check the box, let's go. I mean, how many times... Over the offseason, have I harped on better red zone, more production in the middle of the field, more explosives, seeing all that stuff, all of it, so many big plays in this game, both sides of the ball. I mean, right off the bat, I mean, Warren, 62-yard you know, scamper. I mean, defense, picking the ball off left and right, batting passes down. Big hits, you know, just not even stuff even shows up in the box score. I mean, pick it, boom, boom, you know, Muth, touchdown, forget about it. I mean, just big plays. Seems like there's been more big plays than last year combined, you know, in the preseason. I know I'm exaggerating. I'm a little wound up. Um, also, so many Bills penalties. <laughs> I mean, if you were that fan base right now, or more so, if you were Coach McDermott right now, because it was early in the game, too. And we'll get to those in a minute. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, Buffalo just looking like they're going through the motions in some degree or just not their head in it at all. Um, I mentioned throwing over the middle. That is absolutely becoming a trend, a priority. I'm not going to say it's a strength, but it's a lot better than we saw it before. And I told you, that's what we saw at camp. That's what we saw at camp. They're practicing it. They're getting middle-of-the-field weapons. Friar moves touchdown over the middle of the field. Washington, Robinson, Pickens even more stuff in the middle of the field. Even Gunner. Gunner had a good day today. I mean, man, I mean, so 
I'm going to have a hard time coming up with negatives with especially the top unit. I mean, this game was, what, it ended up being 27-15, but it was never close. Both those Bills scores were late. Um, all right, I'll take a quick break. I got more here for you. Another bullet point I have, this draft class is showing up huge again. I almost can promise you when I look at snap counts tomorrow, Broderick Jones will be again at the top. And yeah, he got beat for a sack and I haven't studied him, but Porter, some big plays, including pick, love that. Herbig shows up all the time, run and especially against the pass. Um, Spencer Anderson had a tough play, but all in all, I think he fared reasonably well. We'll get to the run blocking is a little bit worrisome and the run game, you know, is a little bit worrisome, but overall this draft class, I don't think Benton played, Benton didn't play. Um, this draft class just keeps showing up in practice and Washington, Washington's a name. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. He played a lot. He did a lot of good things. He drew defensive pass interference calls in the end zone over-the-middle stuff, blocker. So, again, the draft class looks like immediate contributors as well as potential long-term fixtures. I need to talk about this. The special teams were awesome. I mean, Boz was great, but his kickoffs were great. They hung and they were landing inside the five. Harvin, great in this game. A lot of fair catches, a lot of high hang time kicks, all within the 10, the goal line, etc. Um, big return from Austin, of course. Huge. Kick block from Killebrew, who also had a, a, a tackle. Really good coverage teams. So, all in all, the special teams were tremendous in this game. And that had a lot to do with it, but also some of their penalties. But the Bills were always in brutal field position and always in awful starting field position. Awful. So, I would be concerned if I were the Bills with this performance. Probably a flash in the pan from their standpoint. But, boy, I am excited more and more about the Steeler team. And I've been trying to curb my enthusiasm a little bit. But being up there at camp and seeing all the stuff we have, there's a lot to get excited about. So, I pulled – usually there's a – I, I do all the stats, halftime stats, you know, post-game stats, uh, stats from regular season games. Games like this, though, I just pulled out a couple things that looked for me, that, that looked, jumped out at me. And to me, halftime stats are more important than end of game. So, halftime stats, penalties. Steelers had two for 15. Bills had a dozen for 90 yards. Wow. Time of possession was about equal. Even though the Steelers were dominating, they were a little less. They were at 14-21 as opposed to 15-36. But the, um, that's because they scored too quick. I mean, big plays early on. Third down conversions. First half again. Steelers were four of seven. Bills were only one of four yards per play. And this was a lot more lopsided if you don't count the last drive or so in the end of the half. But Steelers were at 5-8. Bills were at 5-6. Rushing yards, Steelers had 83, and I'll get to this in a minute, and averaged 5.9 yards rushing in the first half. 
But the Bills only had 23 rushing yards in the first half and averaged 2.3 yards per carry. Bills' running game, when it mattered, was awful, and the steel run defense was tremendous. Uh, Trubisky finished the day all in the first half, 10-23 for 78 yards and a touchdown. And as mentioned, had two defensive pass interference calls in the end zone, and they end up being his his final stat. I thought Mitch played well. Um, also in the first half, they had two interceptions to Steelers defense and three tackles for loss. I mean, again, big plays, big plays. I mentioned Killebrew too. He had a punt block and a tackle on a kickoff. I just want to make sure I did not forget about him. And then the final stats. There's a couple little things, you know, Steelers won the turnover ratio four to one. Great. Great. Penalties. Steelers ended up four for 26. Buffalo was 13 for 93. So again, it was their first and second team guys making all these mental errors and turn the ball over. But here's the thing that I didn't like is the Steelers carried the ball 33 times in this game. Warren had a 62-yard touchdown. Great. Tremendous play. Well, Really well blocked. Yeah, we'll talk about that stuff. But only – I'm sorry. They they only had 59 yards in this game on the ground other than the Warren touchdown. Now, Harris, I think, only got one carry. And Warren, that Harris and, and Warren were done right off the bat. So, you had McFarlane in there. And some of it, he was banging away at the one-yard line, couldn't get anything. And that's going to be bad for your rushing average, even if you get in. But I'm, I'm not making excuses. The The run game outside that play, or we'll just be a little more generous and say outside the ones, was poor to lackluster. I'm sure the blocking had a lot to do with it. I'll start watching all the O-line tapes, stuff like that. Um, but the backs also weren't great, to be honest with you. So... That's about it. Um, I do think it's noteworthy that these guys have a really short week. You know, they're going to Atlanta on Thursday. So basically, that's like the, you know, the, I always talk about the short week during the season for Thursday games. You really only get like one practice and they're not going to game plan for Atlanta. And I'm sure they won't play any of the big dogs. I mean, a super short week, but it was nice nonetheless. To get Pickett and Cam and Watt and Minka and Najee, et cetera, et cetera, in, successful, out. Great. I mean, like you couldn't have scripted that better with a short week on the horizon. But after that short week, which is a game, frankly, I'm not super excited about. I'm not going to break that one down as much going in because I think you're going to play. I think it's going to look a lot like the second half of this game. Just get it over with. Figure out some guys that are going to make the team and not. But then they have a really long break until the opener. I mean, all teams do, but still, that's going to be 17 days off to prepare for the Niners and mend a couple couple bumps and bruises, you know, and rest and hopefully stay fresh and keep this preseason training camp momentum. So, uh, okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. I wrote it down as my last bullet point here. How optimistic should we really be? And I think I'm just going to leave it at that because the game just ended. They just walloped the bills. And I've been getting more and more and more and more optimistic about this team. But what's realistic? And what I mean by that is, is winning the division realistic? Is going deep into the playoffs realistic? I mean... Is really the 
you know, sneaking in the wild card as a seven seed seems to be the goal here. You know, like all offseason, that's just kind of been the way people phrase, oh, if they go well, maybe they can bounce in the playoffs in the AFC. Maybe they're better than that. I mean, I hesitate to even bring that up because I don't want to get too optimistic off of training camp and two preseason games because, boy, a lot of mistakes can be made that way. But I really like the state of the team, the youth, the coaching, you know, the they're attacking things that I thought were wrong with the team last year, and apparently they agree with me. So really good stuff here. And I will be back most likely tomorrow with more of an in-depth breakdown, some things that are probably more concerning, you know, running game, some of the late uh, game issues I'm sure won't be pretty. But that's a wrap for now. Just wanted to get this to you as soon as possible. Take care. Very impressive night.